Previously on We Weren't Friends in High School. Christian Warren. The man, the myth, the legend. Welcome. Yeah, it was like Alabama, Arkansas. I don't know the rest after that. Chris, she's like, we need you to do your homework. And I started tearing up. I was like, like, don't tell my mom. (laughs) In ninth grade, I started cross country. And that really establishes a camaraderie there. You start becoming part of a group, a team. I could get beer every single freaking friday yeah and that was the best but it made me feel important yeah you know um like i could do it and it got me in a lot of trouble but did you get in trouble for that oh yeah as like the party guy you didn't you didn't hear about some of the stories Mm -hmm. you never heard some of the rumors Mm -hmm. some of the rumors i'll put to bed so um you never heard about the mailbox baseball story Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) okay so um wait I don't want to go to the bathroom. All right, get more yeah. beer. <laughs> we'll we'll hold off on this one. Hey everyone, welcome back to We Weren't Friends in High School, the podcast where I reunite with classmates from my graduating class of Wazakin High School in the suburbs of Philadelphia. I'm Brad Corbett, class of 2001. Not a lot to really say uh, after last week's episode. Uh, we have a little bit more to go here with Christian Warren. And uh, yeah, it's still happy hour. Real quick, I'm sure you know what I'm going to say. The Instagram is We Weren't Friends in High School. The Twitter is WWF in High School. And you can find me at Red Shirt Playa, P-L-A-Y-A. And of course, this podcast is available Everywhere you listen to podcasts. So subscribe, comment, share, rate. All those things that people tell you to do with podcasts, do it with this one too. Okay, let's just get right into part two with Christian Warren. All right, well, what do, you, do you want me to go in a different direction? Are we done? Are we good? Or like, uh, do you want me to go? Do you want me to move it along? Well, do you feel like, were we in the middle of a story that you were telling, you were were you telling a story that you? Oh, I was to talking tell? about like back in the day, like when my brother-in-law could get me beer. Oh we yeah, I won't name his name. Yeah, <laughs> but he could get me beer. So like that was the, uh, that was my uh, introduction into. And that's where you got like your best friends. Yeah, your that crew I mean, of friends, I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we hyped that up so much, and now we were yeah, just like, so- <laughs> hold on for a second, we'll finish telling. No, it's so- like now that we're back, yeah. So uh, those guys. Yeah, were so my I was like the guy. I, yeah, I was the guy who could get beer every single weekend, and I mean that. That lasted from tenth grade out through, how, out through. How throughout. big was that? Because I didn't know. What that. do you mean? That was big. Like, I mean, like, well, I mean, obviously we 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 moved to a uh, a more economical beer of sure, natty natty, natty, natty ice, yeah. not natty Rolling, light, natty rotty, ice, natty ice. No, we didn't go natty lights, light it's before everyone had light beers. They and, probably had natty light. No Rolling but, Rock. Oh, Rolling Rock, freaking dirt. Oh, no, I mean, that was like. It, Piss water. So when you would have these parties, so I was never invited to these parties. But sorry, where would you go to? Like, where were the should have been there? I should have <laughs> been there. I didn't drink, so I didn't drink at all, and I don't even know if back yeah. then, if like that would have been was, something I would have like. I shouldn't have done it either. Even gone to it no, a, no, 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 regret, no, no. Was part it of this is I, like, I regret missing the social. I actually regret a lot of the things. I actually regret. I, there was a lot of things that beer made me do back in the day really? that I. As a high school kid, you know, that you probably shouldn't do. Like like I said, I got in trouble for it. Uh, I went from like, okay, I was like a good kid, 
Um, and then, yeah, alcohol. Um, it just, you know, I, I wasn't like addicted to it, but I mean, it's just like, okay, that's a party thing. Like we want to get, I want to be part of the crowd. It's the social Yeah, tool. it's a social thing. So, I mean, it got me in trouble. So back in like, in high school, so that, so the, it made me not focus on my work. Okay. If we're going back to high school, yeah. we weren't friends in high school. That's what this is. So going back to high school, like, um, I was not looking forward to, uh, the only thing I was looking forward to in class was seeing the girls. You know? so, I mean, that's the only thing that I was really looking forward Listen, to. A big part of this is, okay. is confronting right, I'm gonna crushes. I'm going to call you out. Oh, I'm going to call you out right now. Oh, God. Um, all right. Oh, year God, by I'm year. So all right. Give me. Get, okay. All right. Year by year. Year by year. Who were your crushes? All right. Oh. Hold, on, hold on. Listen, let's let's let's. So Brad is currently single. He is. Um. So, OK, let's. Uh. That's the precipice here, too. So. um. So your crushes throughout high school. I don't have like you, a year by year. No. No, no, that's too specific. I don't right, remember well, are, year over years. I can are you too shy you. to? Uh... No, no, no. I can. I, I have no problem because I'm when I can when I actually inter- listen. I have to interview these people. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so when I actually right, would you interview your crush? Yeah, I have to. I have to interview everyone. Did in the you class. already? I have not interviewed a crush yet. I never went to any semis. Did you go to semis? No, I didn't go to really any semi-formals? dances in high school. I didn't go to prom. I went, you to, went pr- to prom. I went to my senior prom. It was a miserable experience. Who'd you go with? Uh, we don't want to talk about that. Oh, on here because it wasn't somebody from school. Okay, it wasn't somebody. Somebody. It was a terrible experience. <laughs> uh, it was horrible. Um, but uh, well, I didn't even go. It I just have been worse than that. Well, yeah. Well, I just brought somebody just to bring them. Yeah, I hear you. But uh, I was just because I just wanted to go. That's all I was all about. I mean, I wasn't girls. about school. <laughs> yeah, so you were yeah. all about like getting girls, trying to get girls, attempting but I to wasn't. get girls. But I mean, you I weren't d- getting them, but you were trying. I right. wasn't even trying. That was my only thoughts in my head. It was just the hormones. Really? So was it just well, was it just asking girls out in school, or did you have another avenue to ask girls out? No. So I mean, I was in. So I was in Boy Scouts. I did baseball um, in ninth grade. I did cross country, um, and then. Uh, and church, believe it or not, you wouldn't be, you'd be surprised um, on some of the things that I could tell you about what happened in my church life. So yeah, I'm a, like I'm a good conservative Christian, um, but that's how I was raised. Like I was a conservative Christian white boy, you know, from from the suburbs. You can bust my chops all you want, um, but it was great because I got the opportunity to learn about some of the bad things. What were we, I forget how we got off track, but um, Hell if I know. <laughs> um, shit, yeah, I totally got off track. So yeah, all right, um, all right, back to I'll give you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you, I, have I feel so like many you had like stories. yeah, you had like a you had like a list of things that you wanted to. I feel like no, but uh, get off my about. chest. Yeah. yeah, I do because I had so many experiences back in high school, and they were so different because I was like three different people in high school. I was the Boy Scout. I was the church going kid. Literally, I was the Boy Scout. I was a church going kid. And then I was the kid, hey, I could get the beer and hang out with the friends. And then, I, well, maybe in a fourth kid, I was the kid that just doing track in high school. Um, 
So let me ask you about that. You know, you're drinking and then you're running cross country. Is that uh, physically no problem. No. no problem at all? Dude, you're 16, 17 years old. Yeah. But no, no, it was only on Friday nights. Hmm. It was only on Friday nights. Because Friday, Saturday, Sunday, well, actually, Saturday, sometimes you did have meets. But uh, it may, no, I don't think it really, eh, it probably did impact the meets. Um, Were you good at it? Running or yeah. drinking? Running. <laughs> running. Um, I was average, um, just as same as I was in school. You know, I mean, I was, I, if I would have applied myself better in school, if I would have done homework, I never, I hated homework. Hmm. It was after school. I was just like, you know what? I'm, I hate homework. And I, even to this day with my kids, they need, they deserve the time not to, they don't, they don't need to be in school with their parents. They need to establish time with their family, with their friends. I'm totally opposed to homework. Yeah. I mean, obviously it lets you learn. You're opposed to homework. I am because I hated it. I hated it. Yeah. I never did it. Oh, I want to get into this. I never did homework. Holy I did. Shit. I did. But zero now, homework. are you? Do you have kids now? You have yeah. kids now. How many kids? One, two. Two. You have two kids. Yeah. You're opposed. How old are they? Uh, five and two and a half. You're opposed to homework. Yeah. Do you preach this to the kids? I don't just, tell them that. You just. I mean, they bring homework home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I do it with them. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, my two and a half year old doesn't have homework. Right. But my my daughter just started. Kindergarten. kindergarten. What school district? Was it again? This is crazy. This yeah. is starting to happen more. This is. Yeah. I'm interviewing more and more parents. And listen, this. I stayed in the school district, man. Trojans all the way. W i s s a h i c k o n. Let's go. You know, uh, I was lucky. I was lucky to be able to get back into Wissahickon, though. It's kind of cool. Uh, I was very lucky to get back into Wissahickon. Um, but that's leaping ahead. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, let's back up. Let me tell you some high school stories. <laughs> God, we, I almost have to go to the bathroom again. Okay. This is number seven time. No, I'm just. Kidding. I think this might be three. You're just chugging down those beers. I All am. Right. All right. One more question, and then uh, then I'll allow you to go, okay. allow you to go to the bathroom right. again. So. Okay. Well, well, I, let's while track you're back in school. Track. I never said who my crushes were. Oh, okay. Let's go back <laughs> no. to your crushes. All right. No. Ask your question. No. Uh. So. While you're in school, at any point, do you start to feel like, hey, as a teenager, I want to do this when I'm in my 20s or 30s, or I want to, I want to figure out how to do this, or I want to learn about this, or I'm into this, or as when I'm a grown up, this is how I want to make a living. Did you ever start thinking about a career, a future when you were in high school? Um, so you, I mean, obviously, everybody starts thinking about, uh, a career. Well, I, I think everybody's I think obvious. No, but. I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I think people more start thinking about, Hey, let's do, what are we going to do after this? Did you even think about college? I like, thought about college. Do in college. Like, what was your future? Did you ever have, I don't know much. So I like knew you and I've always known you, but I've never known much about you personally at all. So I, like I said, I, there was a couple different things that were going on in my life throughout high school. Um, like I said, I was a boy scout and I ended up, I keep bringing that up. I don't know why, um, but I ended up making Eagle scout. Okay. Yeah. So that happened actually like only a month or two and you have to do it before you're 18. And that is a very, that's a big commitment. Like <clears throat> people don't understand like how much, 
effort that takes and work, like how much stuff that you have to do to get to Eagle Scout. Like there are very few, like I guess it's only 20%, maybe even less of people who join Boy Scouts make Eagle Scout. And there was like, I don't know, 30% of presidents, maybe 30%, something like that have been Eagle Scouts. So it's a very prestigious award. So that was something that I was like, okay, I need to accomplish that during high school. Um, So from 10th grade and maybe mid to 11th, I was like, then I started back it up and I was like, all right, I got to finish this up. Um, The good thing about that was, is that my Boy Scout troop was at the same place as the church that I grew up going to was. So being growing up, we went to church every freaking Sunday. Um, Where'd you go? uh, Trinity Church in Ambler, um, right off of Bethlehem Pike and Highland Avenue. Yeah. um, Across from the castle, Mm -hmm. if you know where that is. Mm -hmm. Um, So I grew up going there. Um, I was really involved in church. We went on mission trips and stuff like that. Um, Come 11th grade, I think it was maybe 10th, 11th grade, my priest even asked me, he came up to me, and he, because I was so involved in all this crap, extracurricular, he was like, he was like, Chris, he was like, he was like, I think you should go to seminary school. And I'm like, whoa, okay, I'm like, I'm like, dude, I don't think you know me really that well. <laughs> you know what like, my Fridays? Yeah, I, was like, yeah, I was like, uh, I don't think you I think you know me about like how I'm doing up in here, like with the Boy Scouts and this, but you don't know about me like going out with my boys, drinking on a Friday night, hanging out with me. I was like, I felt I I don't know, I almost felt bad in a way. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna do that. That's not me. That's totally crazy. I was I was like, I'll never come to priest. Um, and I just brushed it off. Um, but even back when I was like 16, I was part of the fire company too. Mm. Um, like I did a lot of extra cre- in, in with cross country, mm-hmm. fire company, boy scouts, church. Uh, that's what I live for. Experiences. Um, I didn't live for school. I didn't care about school. That was not my thing. Like uh books, um, math. That was just not me. And, but the only thing that I liked about school was like the history, uh, the history class, because I mean, I guess it kind of involves that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, math wasn't, it's funny that I'm in real estate now. So it involves so much freaking money, but I don't know. Those were just, I, I'm more about life experiences. So than, were, were you formulating at that point? Like, no, like no, in the future, care. you were just taking things as they came, and I'm just taking classes, and this is what I'm doing. And school wasn't I'm working, and then Fridays were getting fucked up. And but no. you weren't at no point were you thinking like, here's what I want to do in the future. No, not at all. Uh, not at all. I had no idea. I was just I was just trying to do whatever I could at the time, just keep my time occupied. Um, and I just I was like I said, I there was like. It was a four different sides. Of, I mean, it wasn't multiple personalities no, no, no. This thing, but I just did so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think and that's normal kid stuff, but I just... Right, but I mean, but then but then the teachers would start asking me, like, why aren't you getting any homework done? And yeah. I'm like, I don't I don't feel like doing the homework because I feel like doing the shit after school. You know, I don't, I don't care. Like, this is more fun to me. And these are... Like, could you imagine being in a junior in a fire company and going to... And 
going through drills at 16 years Save old. people's lives. Well, no, I wasn't doing that because they didn't <laughs> but like. But the drills <clears throat> to do it. Right. That's what the drills for. Could you imagine that? Like doing that kind of crap. And then um, on top of that, going like on mission trips with church and then mm. on and then on another note going on just camping trips with the boy, boy scouts. scouts uh and then um and cross country too mm -hmm. you know like those were the things but that i wanted no to one do say like hey you could do you could run in college or you could get i never a had a mentorship or there was that well maybe if, if i had a mentor and i think everybody should have a mentor it would have been nice to have a mentor mm. um i just didn't i don't know if you did did you have one? Did you have? I mean, because I mean, yeah, I, I had I have a dad. Yeah, I had teachers I mean, but, that like that like changed my perspective on on stuff. Um, no, but did you ever have have somebody? <coughs> excuse me, who was like um, focused on my future? Right. No. Right. Not in high school. That doesn't. I don't. I mean, no. I, I never people, had someone that like sat me down and said like, "Hey, here's what you need to do." I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do coming out of college. Right. In fact, going through when I found your what you wrote in, in the yearbook, some of the stuff that you know kind of makes me a little sad is when I look through and I can imagine what the conversation was of, "Hey, Brad, yeah, I love to sign your yearbook. What are you doing next year?" And then I say something like, "I don't know," or you know, undecided or whatever, and they're like. And they write in the yearbook, good luck in whatever you decide to do. Because I think I, at that point, like, I don't think I applied anywhere except Temple. Okay. I don't think I got But in. you went to Temple. I went to Temple, but I got my associate at Monco first. I don't think I got in proper to Temple Yeah. Uh, in the beginning. I had a very Same. average GPA. Well, similar. Yeah, I had a similar. very average GPA. And um, I, I think out of fear of trying to commit to anything, I just didn't try hard to get into anything. Um, yeah. so instead of saying I didn't get in, it's like, oh, I applied like a month out from admissions. Very and... similar to what happened to me. So like I was, since I was so caught up in all that other stuff. And like I said, I never did homework. I hated it. And we would go back to homeroom and I was sitting there with Rob Olivas, uh, Jerry Wagner it was me because we're all in the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, and I forget who else was that. Uh, it wasn't Evan Taylor. Um, but sitting at the, uh, homeroom table was usually when I was trying to catch up on my homework. Mm. And I mean, you, they weighed so much on homework, your grades. I was a BC student. And then there was people who thought that I was like a smart kid. You know, I was like, okay. Yeah. I just did good on tests because I remember what they, uh, taught in class. Like I didn't like you're just making it to the next grade with everyone else. Right. So, I mean, like, I didn't do the, uh, I would have been an A student if I freaking uh, did the homework, sure. you know, but uh, I, that that wasn't my interest. So, um, going back to, um, like, my interests were hanging out with my boys, hanging out with just doing this kind of crap. I mean, it wasn't, and it that kind of did impact me on my future because when going, I applied to a couple of schools. I can't even remember exactly where I applied to, but I got into summer session of Penn state. Yeah. They were like, okay, you can go to Penn state mm -hmm. summer session, mm -hmm. but you have to go there mm -hmm. to summer session. I think that's common. Right. So I was like, don't hang out my friends, uh, who are the great below me, who are going to be here for another year. Right. Um, 
or that's probably pretty unique in that case, right? Who are the, who are going to be here for another year, or and everybody who's going away, um, or or do I want to stay here and just go to Penn State? Damn, somebody's got a. Uh, I don't know if you could hear that on the mic, but there was a a bike going by and that was pretty loud. Riding but, uh, through his old hood, yeah. but he's in his new whip. Um, but yeah, so I was like, um, I didn't know if I wanted to go to Penn State, Maine. And that was, that was a major intersection of my life. Mm. If I would have went to Penn State, Maine, and I didn't, um, my life would have done been totally different. Really? If I would have went to that summer session. But I made the decision, and it was, I don't know if it was the right decision. I don't know if it was wrong, because I don't know. Um, if I, I decided to stay and go to Penn State, Abington, and commute there. Mm. Um I don't, who knows? My life would have been totally different. It would have been a totally different person. But then what happened? The day, oh, you know this. Okay, so we graduated in June, July. School starts in August. Mm -hmm. We're in college for one month. What happens? 9-11. Yeah. Uh, Not even a month. I I was at Monco. I was, I was uh, maybe, I was maybe three classes into college. Right. Uh, yeah, I was, I was in a media so class. So you started, so you didn't go to Temple, but you went to Monco first. Started in Monco, got my associates in Monco. So I, I, so I started at, right I after enrolled, high school. Yeah, right after high school, um, September, whatever, uh, 2001, uh, first week in September, whatever the day after Labor Day was, uh, I started my first semester in Monco and I had a media class, uh, media 101 and my, like the third or second class of the semester. Right was 9-11 i think that was a major impact on especially the people that was a that was a huge impact on like people it doesn't matter anybody out of our high school class in 2001 if you graduated in 2001 and went to college or trade school right after that it was it was an immediate impact it was june july august it was only three months after the biggest disaster in the history of the united states happened like how do you I mean I mean and you talk about us our 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 grade being cursed like imagine us going out into the world and that shit fucking happening immediately after that like dude that's fucked up like that's for for a 17 18 year old kid who's just trying to figure out what they want to do with their lives like that fucks you up like and that it did it did the same to me it fucked me up a little bit yeah, so like that, that was the another major impasse of my life, you know. So, um, do you think about like high school nowadays as a grown up? Do you think about like people from high school? Do you think about not not I mean, there's like some, not girls, but just like in general? Do you like flashback and you think like, man, this from high school or that from high school? I mean, like there's a- like there, I mean, there's some people that I've been like, man, I wish I would have talked to more, or and it's mostly. It's mostly girls. I'll be like, man, I wish I would have had the balls to do this. I wish I would have the the gall to do this. Like, um, but I mean, nah, not too much. I mean, it's more, it's more because like when we were seniors, you know, then you start getting into like the underclassmen people and, um, and yeah, I mean, I've gotten in, there was a lot of trouble that I got into when I was in high school that. I probably I was just stupid kid, 
Like you know? real trouble or? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like what? Can you talk about it or? Um, yeah, I can talk. I mean, I'm just, uh, I got, I don't know if you know the story about the mailbox baseball. So, no, you started talking about it. No, I have no idea. So like, um, it was a stupid story. Like, yeah, we were uh, hanging out with my buddies, Dustin, who's an underclassman, you're under us. Um, and like, I, again, I was the guy who could get cases of beer mm-hmm. on Friday nights. So I don't know if it was a Friday or say Saturday night. It doesn't really matter. But um, we were hanging out. And, you know, when when kids get their driver's license, mm-hmm. you know, you just uh, you're like, all right, let's let's go do something. And oh, and then here's why. So do you remember the movie? Um, uh, oh, Days and Confused. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, do you remember the part where they came and like Days and Confused when they're driving the freaking 1970 Chevelle? Right. He picks up the trash can and he freaking smashes the mailbox up with the trash can. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, guess what? That's what we were gonna do. Okay. <laughs> so smash, we, smash yeah. mailboxes. With some so we went out. Okay. So yeah. So we probably I don't know if we watched that, but that was like that was like the movie of high school for yeah. me. Yeah. So we we're like, fuck yeah, let's go fucking smash the mailboxes. We'll smash the mailboxes of people we don't like, mm-hmm. you know, their parents and shit. So when you say that, are you driving through a neighborhood of or you like know houses? Are you looking at school directories? What do you mean like houses you don't like? I'm just from a logistic standpoint, I'm extremely curious about this. Uh they were just people that and I didn't really care because I was the driver. They were just telling me where to go because I was the only one in my life. So, my yeah, license. so now I'm especially curious yeah. since, since you're the actual driver who's navigating you where to go. Uh, there was a couple. I don't mean I don't back. mean by names, but like we had I like had three like, friends in the back. I had one in the drive, one in the pa- one navigator and two in the back. Is it like, let's go to this house. person's house? Is it like, yeah. let's go to this neighborhood? Is it like. All right. Now, some people are going to find out that Oh, that's why my mailbox got smashed. Listen, I think it's twenty years. I think I think yeah. I don't I think legal limitations are passed. Right. I well, think- I already got we we got arrested. Um, we were just hanging out at our friend's house. It was probably like it must have been like eleven, twelve at night. Um, we had a case of natty and we were like, <laughs> All right, let's just go fucking let's just go out, find out because no girls wanted to hang out. You know, that's what you do. You call up all the girls, hey, do you want to hang out? Wanna come over? Blah blah blah. Is Nobody that what you do? Out. That's just call that, girls. We yeah, we just be like, and hey, never you know, called a girl in high school. Uh, well, I wasn't personally the one that called right. them, but you're um, part of the crew that comes yeah. along with the phone call yeah. to the girls, okay. right? Because we were because I was a senior, they were juniors and stuff. Because those right. are the guys that I hung out with. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you'd call the freshman girls, yeah. be like, hey, what's going on? Do you want to come out? No, 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 no. We got problems. So, so we were like, all right, fuck it, let's just go cause some mischief. So, um. There was one guy in the group, and he was like, you know what? I'm just going to stay here. And he was the smartest one of the fucking group. Um, but whatever. That's besides the point. And he just stayed there because he was. He already told his parents he was sleeping over. So we went out. We were driving around, and we had a case of Natty in the back. I don't think I was drunk. I don't think I was drinking. Um, but I think I don't remember. Uh, no, because I didn't get. No, I wasn't drinking. Um, did I get? Over? I don't think I did. I don't think I got in trouble for drinking. But 
so we were we went around and we just started like we had a baseball we had a tire iron in the back <laughs> yeah we had a tire iron in the back and we just went through and we were just smashing people's mailboxes smashing them smashing them smashing them and then i think we were on our way home we were like screw it all right let's just go home go to sleep and we were coming down one of the streets and all of a sudden bloop 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 mm. and i was like oh shit and we were in this old jalopy car and i was like and somebody who was like peer pressure they were like gun it <laughs> and i was like i was like i pressed down hard i was like Bang! and i was like this shit ain't going anywhere like there was black smoke coming out of the back oh, fuck. when i gunned it and i was like this isn't happening and my one buddy was throwing beers out the window <laughs> But I mean, it was it was horrible. Like it was so stupid. I mean, it was dumb. And then like, um, so then I was just like, all right, fuck it. We're not getting away. I just stop. I roll the window down, put it in park, and I'm just sitting there waiting. And all of a sudden, I get a freaking stick to the neck. I put a freaking nightstick to my fucking neck, backing me up. And they were like, take the keys out of the ignition. And I couldn't breathe like he was pushing the nightstick up to my freaking neck that hard. Um, like it was scary. Mm. Like when you're 17, eight years old, 18 years old. And um, we were just in trouble. We knew we were in trouble. So and I, I think we got like uh, I, I, I think I just got. A, oh, you know what I got? No, I don't even remember what we got. I think it, I think they let us off with a warning. Actually, <laughs> I can remember the feeling of a fucking nightstick up, and like wow. and when he when he pushes my head back against the back of the seat, like that was it was one of the scariest moments of my life. And did it scare me straight? No, no, <laughs> it did not. I still continued to be a badass kid. Um, and I can't believe my parents dealt with me. So like, yeah, I remember getting driven home. Uh, I think I got grounded for six months. And then I think after that, like I got grounded for six months and my parents were like, you're not going out anywhere. And I still think I freaking ran out anyway. No, all that kind of shit. But uh, that was high school, man. Those were the good days. But <laughs> that's where life begins after high school. So I decided to go to Penn State Abington. And only a month or two later that September 11th happened. So... Penn State Abington, personally for me, was not that good of a school um, because you have to commute there and then there's no parking once you get there. I don't know if it's changed since then, but like you'd be driving around looking for parking and there's like hills everywhere and like you'd you get there and like you'd be looking for parking. You'd be 10 minutes, you'd be, all right, I have class in 10 minutes and you'd be searching for a parking space for half hour you know and then you'd be like all right fuck this i'm not gonna walk into class 20 minutes late mm -hmm. so then you just be like i'm not fucking going um to class i'm not gonna walk into class 20 minutes late so penn state abington was just and i should have those are that's like the intersection of life when i should have probably went to uh i decided to take my friends over going to school um but i mean i don't regret it I I probably if if I was to be uh, straight and legit, straight edge, that sort of thing, I probably should have just went to Penn State and Maine. 
and Maine on summer session. You know, who knows what would have happened when I got there, but I decided to stay. I was like, you know what? I want this last summer with my friends. But then I went to Penn State Abington. It didn't really work out. So I decided to go to uh, Monco. And I went to Monco. And I think I probably might have seen you a couple times mm -hmm. on Monco campus. Yeah. So the difference between Monco campus and Penn State Abington is Penn State Abington is you might have 40, 50 people in a class. Monco, you might have 20 people in a class. And the kicker with Monco is it gets a really bad rap mm -hmm. because I actually had some teachers who were doing side jobs mm -hmm. from UPenn, mm -hmm. Drexel. Yeah. And I was like... Adjunct. Right. And I was like, I'm getting an education from Ivy League schools here. And like it was, a, it was, a, and they they were telling me what they were doing, and I was like, "This is amazing!" And I'm only, and then and instead of being in fifty people, fifty plus classes, there's twenty people, and they actually care, mm -hmm. they give a shit. So I stayed in Monco. I was like, you know what, I'm sticking here. I was like, this is great. Um, so I got my associate's degree from Monco. I was working uh, at the time uh, at Burgie's Ford uh, on Bethlehem Pike. Um, with Eric Coxon brought him up. Um, mm -hmm. there was Gene Smack was working there. Um, Francesco Santo was working there. Um, and that's I got a good life experience from working in a um mechanic with mechanics and stuff like that. So I, I feel like I know I have a decent know all about what's what's yeah. going on with cars and yeah. stuff like that. It's a great um, skill. So I mean that was kind of like immediate immediate after school um but i'm talking too much here so <laughs> no, you're doing great yeah so like i feel like we all go through different phases in our lives you know we go through uh middle school you know that's three years we go through high school that's another four years mm -hmm. and then the next four years after that up until you're 21 you know you learn a lot about yourself um more than right 21 really I feel like right but i mean you you kind of you kind of get into you your own from 17 18 to 21 and then once you get 21 you really know what you're gonna be because like that that, See, that, that hits I, you I because you start you. getting drunk you can do there well See, 20, I, maybe then I, I it's 21 it's, to 24 i think it's once and it depends on what your path is but i think it's it's once your your college days or your immediate group that you are coming up with i think once that kind of goes away and you're 24 25 26 i think that's when you really start growing up and i agree and that's when you start realizing okay now that and, and everyone's different some people have a group that stay together but i know for me you know when i went to stanford and and i'm in a different group of people that don't know me from from since I was five and that's when I really start to learn what kind of person I am, what kind of friend I am, what kind of after 21. Yeah. After, yeah. And after 21 and after 25, 26, when I was removed from the local scene, um, well, yeah, learn. you were removed though, but I feel like, uh, until that point where you, um, you weren't local though. Once I left, you left. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of people leave, but until I really got a little bit older, did I feel like I was actually living like my life and find out what type of person I really yeah. truly was? Dude, I lived with my parents till I was 30 years old. Mm -hmm. um, 
I was, and I just didn't leave. Um, I don't know if it was because of fear, um, anxiety. I don't know if it was because of that. Um, I didn't move out until I was like, all right, I want to marry somebody. I want to get engaged. Well, yeah, there was no know? plan, right? Yeah. So. so there was no plan. I was just like, but I mean, there, I established a plan probably when I got to 21, 22, even though I was still out drinking and partying. Mm. Um, we had, a, I had the luxury of, and I know that there's going to be a lot of people on here that will know about this specific place. Oh. Um, the mansion, um, <laughs> this place was a frat house. This was our frat house. Um, it was our frat house for people who didn't leave, um, who were, who were from Ambler, from Lower Gwinnett, from Bluebell. You know, it was our frat house and it was right up on Sunday Town Pike, right across from, um, the, uh, What's the restaurant up there? On William Pennon. William Pennon. It was right there. Have you ever been? William Pennon. No, did mansion. you ever go to the mansion? Never. The, a lot of people that I knew just didn't leave um, or did leave and came back and just didn't succeed at the college that they were at, you know, and they just weren't like they were, they were like me, you know, we were just, we weren't, uh, we wanted to experience life and we were more applied learners as opposed to book learners. You know, so, so what is this like? Some is it like a party venue? It was saying? not a party venue. It was a house. It was a like a rave. Type of no, it was a uh, no, not at all. There was this house up there. It was a it was a old eighteen hundred style mansion um, that was owned by the Quakers. Over there's a Quaker church over there. It's still up there, mm. and I mean, yeah, I mean, this place was humongous. It was big, and I mean, like it fit any guys. It was, it was when you think of a typical college frat house that's exactly what it was okay. and we had that opportunity to be there and we utilized it to its full ex fullest extent and we had some crazy ass parties we literally had a halloween party there was like 500 people there uh like that's back when like yeah like we had uh, we had a dj there carlin was the dj um there was just so many, there were so many people there. We we would hand out business cards. We would go and we were 21 years old, <laughs> 22. We would go around and hand out business cards to, to chicks at 21 years old. Be like, Hey, come to our Halloween party. Yeah. Um, it was like almost like the Monco frat house, mm -hmm. um, from 2003 to 2006 ish mm -hmm. about. So, I mean, if you're looking way down the road, I'm a married man now. Uh, I have two kids. Mm -hmm. um, happily married. It's like, and I we lucked out on a home in Ambler. Um, we live, and funny story is with like people, if you're talking about people from high school, we live right down the street from Brad McGoldrick. And I think Eric Mailhorn, I haven't seen him around. You guys are all in, Am in Ambler? That's my home, man. I mean, yeah. and so Wissakin's my home. My daughter, the be the best thing about seeing her is like now she's five years old and she actually started cheerleading wow. for the Ambler Whitpain Trojans. Wow. And the first time I got to see her in the gold and blue, I was like, damn, I was like, this is awesome. I was like, yeah, it's like bring back some memories. 
you know. So you have like real like like high school pride. Yeah. and pride. W I S S A H I C K O N. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. You know. So you really we got like, spirit. Is that real? Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Like that's real. You have like that's real my high school. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I no can't... one's spoken that. Um, it's home. I mean, excited about. Okay. So yeah, like I said, my my. I mean, there's history there. So like my grandfather and I don't know what we're going to do with that land once my my parents decide to do with that. Mm. I don't know. It's in Lower Gwinnett. It's prime real estate. Like they have 1.2 acres. You would be surprised how much 1.2 acres in Lower Gwinnett is worth. I would not be surprised. <laughs> like it's worth I got a, I got money. Yeah, I got an idea in my head. I would yeah. not be very surprised. So I don't know what we're going to do with that. Um my my sister her kids um graduated from Wissahickon so it's i mean it's, it's a third generation you know so but it's, you you really look at it like it's a it's a prideful yeah but i mean i don't want my kids right of passage right but i don't know i don't want my kid i don't know what'll happen i mean my daughter's only 5 years old my right. son's only 2 and a half right. you know um i don't want to do some of the same shit that i did um, no, but you want, but you believe in the system of the school district, and you you hope to keep them kind of through. Which it I think is a great school and, district. Yeah. I mean, it can't beat it. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, okay, all right. Well, um, Upper Dublin might get one point one percent higher. Um, who cares, yeah. dude? I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's a great school district. We got low taxes. Um, as long as we keep them low, mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Uh, but I mean, yeah, the only problem with Wissigan School District is the buildings are getting pretty old. Uh-huh. Um, so I would I don't know how we can uh, address that concern going forward. So, I mean, yeah, I'm involved in that now because um, my daughter, you know, I mean, I have to worry about what's going on. Um, she's in kindergarten now, but, you know, in in seven years, you know, uh-huh. I mean, is she going to be going to this? High school zone. is she? Yeah, is she gonna be going to this high school? It's um fifty years old now. You we know, we were essentially in a construction zone. You know, right. we would have gas leaks uh in our school really from tenth grade on. Uh, they shut down all. People are so fanatical about K Hall because K Hall got shut down after like tenth grade, and they made us start going to J Hall and shit like that, and like. They're like, hey, we built stairs over here. Right. And here's a whole new hallway for science classes. And you're like, we're I had my first kiss in one of those halls. Really? Back in uh, back in like, I, I don't know if it was like, it was one of those stairwells. Um, you know, I was a younger man back then. Mm-hmm. Those were the days. Yeah, but we don't, you know, those hallways are gone. I wish I had that first kiss school, back too. You wish what? <laughs> I wish I had that first kiss back too. What do you mean? Because because a day later they were like. She was like, uh, yeah, he's a bad kisser. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, um, oh, obviously. You were plagued as a bad kisser. I was like, yeah, well, obviously. That was like my See, first See, better kiss. to have a reputation than no <laughs> reputation at all, uh, I'd no. say. No, no, not as that. But mm-hmm. then I made it a point to uh, to try and uh, Change be it. the best kisser in the world. Hey, so she's going to kiss everybody. Ladies? No, I'm sorry. I'm married. Man. I'm married. <laughs> so my wife is a lucky, a lucky, lucky lady. Um, but Brad, dude, uh, thanks for inviting me here. Yeah, man. Um, this has been great. I applaud you for this idea. This is an amazing idea. 
I don't know if uh it's been good, good radio or not, but uh <laughs> I think it's been fun. It's um, extremely fun. Um and hopefully uh hopefully everybody Are you can... are you wrapping me up? I mean, uh, okay, all right, sorry. My bad. Let From me just South ask Florida. you this. Okay, what happened oh. what happened after call after so you did Monco okay. and then is there any just is there so in, post in general? I mean, I'll be honest. So life. This is called, you know, we weren't friends in high school. And so I don't really give so much a shit about what you're doing now, you know, professionally and all that. But is there anything that you like to touch on as far as points, as far as the, t- the type of person you are, the type of things that you're into, the type of things that you, anything you like to promote that you'd like people to know about you? Yeah. This is that moment. Okay. So, um, so my name is Christian Moore. <laughs> um, I've always been involved in real estate. So there was a point, in after all that all happened and I got involved in real estate and it was prior to the crash in 2008. And I saw a lot of people making money in real estate. So I was like, you know what? I got to get into this. Um, and I actually made it through the crash. Um, and I've always been in mortgage and title insurance related. Not many people know what title insurance is because they haven't bought a, bought a house. Um, but I've always been in real estate and now currently I am selling new construction, uh, homes, uh, with Lennar, which is the largest builder in the country. Um, we'll see how it works out. I don't, I mean, it's sales. Um, I'm excited. I mean, the great thing about doing this is that, um, when you're selling somebody a new home and it's not, it's not just like, I'm not like your normal, um, guy down the street. Hey. You want to? You want me to sell your house? I'm actually I'm at a new construction. It's like buying. I'm sitting at a dealership, <laughs> you know, mm. selling you a new home. It's a new car versus a used car. Um, it's rewarding because people are nervous. Like they're scared. Mm-hmm. Like people are scared when they buy a house. And it's my job to to tell. It's my job to help guide. Um, people to buy a home you know i mean it's not necessarily um it's it's not necessarily selling you something i'm i'm not selling i'm not selling you a property i'm i'm selling you a home something that you build a life in and the biggest thing in my life and one of the most rewarding things in my life has been purchasing a home um and it's very scary it's very nerve-wracking it's a lot of money um it's moving out of a rental property. You establish equity. There's tax benefits to it, um, and there's so much more to to it than when you when you meet these people. And in some people are yeah, they're just a sales guy, and they are they're high pressure sales tactics. Um, that's not just the way I am because these people are coming in with their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have invited some of these people who are listening today um, to invite. Uh, them to like the Facebook page of what I'm selling. But when you see new construction developments, yeah, everybody doesn't like the new construction. There's uh they're like, okay, we're killing the open space and that sure. sort of thing. But you have to think about it. There is not enough. There's too many people renting out there right now. Mm. And there's not enough homes for these people to, to buy and establish lives and establish equity. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> If you're living in a home for 10 years, can, just the amount of equity that you establish after paying off a mortgage for even if it's a 30-year mortgage, now's the time to get in. The interest rates are at the lowest they've been in the past 10 years. Um, they possibly could go up. Um, 
who knows what's going to happen over the next uh, year and a half with an election coming up. Um, but it's it's something that I enjoy is finding a family, a new, and it that's it's stressful, but the the joy when seeing somebody and some the proudness when somebody says, even though that they're everybody says, oh yeah, I'm signing my life away mm. for the next thirty years, yeah. but the fact that when when I can see somebody bringing their kids into a home, it's like I'm like wow, I actually changed somebody's life a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, like I did, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I did that. I mean, it's a lot of money to, that I'm dealing with and it's their money. You know, it's these are $300,000, $300,000, $400,000 homes, mm-hmm. especially in this area. Yeah. Um, and that's scary. That's yeah. a lot of money to deal with. So, I mean, that's, that's what I'm doing right now. Um, I'm proud of what I'm doing. It's, it, it's not an easy job. It's hard. Um, I have two kids. Uh, wife to support, you know. Yeah. Um. They, my wife works. I actually met her at work. Um. I have a daughter in kindergarten. I have a two year, two and a half year old son. Um. They make me smile every day. They make me cry every day. That's awesome. They do make me cry every day. Every time I have to leave them, and uh, every time I have to leave, and every time they leave, and every time my my daughter gets in the bus, I'm like, oh my god, I don't want you to go. That's I was awesome. like, I'm like, don't change, you know. So, um, that's a little bit, so I'm a grown man now. I'm a man and, and that, and all those, all those being that bad kid, I don't want them to be, I don't want them to be to me, don't be you. but you know, so you, there's so many life experiences that you learn, um, being you and, and I'll always share them with my kids. That's one thing that I never had the opportunity with my parents is they never really mm-hmm. shared their life experiences with me. Um, but I always, I'll always be open to sharing my life experiences with my kids and being like, yo, here's what I did. This is what I screwed up on. Um, that didn't happen with me because I, I grew up in a conservative home. So yeah. we grow, you know, yeah. so, and, uh, I'm waiting for it's 2019, 2020, almost 2020. Um, I don't know when this is going to air, but, in, uh, in 2019. Yeah. Okay. So, uh. I'm excited. I'm excited for the future. I think we touch on a lot of stuff. And I think it's great that, I mean, because everybody goes through these life things, these life changes. And some people have a lot of friends. Some people don't. And then some people might have a lot of friends, but they still feel left out, you know? Um, And then some people might not have any friends, but they're the most happy people that you know. So that being said that's one of the reasons why i wanted to come on here um is because yeah i mean i'm i might not have been the most popular person in high school um and some of you might not have even known me um but i i i'm happy for all of you guys because i've hear great things you know and i'm excited for the future of this of us because i think we grew up in a great spot um Wissick and trojan pride you know, and I, I'm so happy with what happened with that. So I'm, li- I'm still living it right now to this day. So, um, Brad, thank you for having me on. Oh, um, thank you. I, uh, I enjoyed it. I, uh, we had a couple cocktails here. You had to, you had to use the restroom a couple times. A couple times. <laughs> a couple breaks. 
He wants so me to sign his yearbook. Oh sign. man, look again, at that guy again! But you've already signed it once in an incredible. Okay, let yeah. me just let me just look at what we got up in the mm-hmm. yearbook here. So, um, yeah, I was just cross country, indoor track, track and field. Um, thanks to the A team, the A team was people that I mentioned today. Um, the rest of my buds, my whole family for pushing me. Thank God I'm out. Um, so I will sign your yearbook, Brad. Again. Um, should I just do my name? Or Whatever just, you just a signature. Anything you'd like to do. Okay. You can do um, anything you'd like to do. So then, uh, so what was your quote? Did somebody ask you your quote? Uh, yeah, I think I had something uh, like somebody uh, said. Like, right. I mean, you can look at it if you like. I, I think it was right? something like "Thank God I'm done," and I think I dropped uh, Ray and Scott's initials in there. Well, there's Jason Herbs. Oh, okay. Now you're making me fold through this, and I uh. I kind of I'm recognizing people up here. That's the joy um, of, the, of this part of the, this of is the podcast. Awesome. This is great. Um, so um, I I don't know if you close this out with a uh, with a uh, with a specific quote or something. Nope. It ends but, uh, as awkwardly as it begins. All right, I'll give you the awkward quote from my 2001 yearbook. Yes. Okay. So uh, what I want is what I've not got. But what I need is all around me. Reaching, searching, never stop. Thanks, Brad, for having me. Thank you, Warren. All right. That was uh, part two of my conversation with Christian Warren. Um, if I'm honest, I think that, you know, Christian um, was at a little bit of a disadvantage uh, coming on this podcast right after uh, the first episode started airing. Um, and that's because I think it gave Christian. Um, maybe an idea of what this show was going to be um, without it truly being fleshed out. And so I think that hearing the first episode, I think Christian kind of came here with the idea that we were going to talk about other people. And um, I think I was trying to eventually steer it into conversation specifically about him. Um, but I think that's why the first half of the interview is the way it is. And the second half of the interview eventually started to kind of get a little bit deeper into some of the topics that you may be used to hearing on other episodes that have come out. Once more episodes came out, I think Christian uh, himself felt like we didn't go deep enough into his own story um, and his own life. Uh, but at the same time, uh, something that I said to him, um, and I will always repeat, is that I enjoy that every episode is a little bit different. Uh, I'm trying to vibe, I guess, with everyone in their own way. And so if it ends up being a little bit of a different episode, that's totally cool with me. Um, what I'm not really trying to do with this is script it. And so to Christian, I say, it's all good, man. I thought it was a great episode. Two episodes, in fact. It was fun. And I've already gotten some great feedback from people that have really enjoyed it. And so thank you to all of you. And thank you to Christian. And if you're looking to become a homeowner, Christian might be the right person for you. And so don't hesitate to look him up. In two weeks, my guest will be Ryan Dunn. Ryan is someone that, if I was to follow the high school stereotype, uh, would be one of the smart kids, hung in the in the smart crowd, the academics, got A's, went to uh, a good college, uh, went to law school. But I don't think I knew anything about uh, Ryan's social life um, or really anything outside of the stereotype. And so I had a great time talking with Ryan Dunn just about what his life was actually like. And I think this was probably the most well-rounded conversation uh, thus far that I've had on the podcast. The Instagram is we weren't friends in high school. The Twitter is WWF in high school. 
my social media is red shirt playa everywhere. This show is We Weren't Friends in High School. Make sure you subscribe and rate and comment or I don't know, whatever, again, with this podcast. But subscribe. I recommend that. That makes things so much easier for yourself. So I hope you guys will come back then uh, in two weeks on a Monday morning for Ryan Dunn. All right. That is it for me. I'll see you guys then. Peace.